Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluver. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. We are back for another episode of the Snap Podcast, and there's a new thumbnail, baby. We created a new thumbnail because guess what? We leveled up. Why am I yelling? We leveled up, baby. We learned some new Canva techniques, which is where I create the, what would you call it? Basically, all the social media posts that involve creating like pictures and images. Um, learned a couple new techniques and now I can add little outlines and make some, I got a couple new template ideas from other people cause you just steal things from other people that look good. And we have a new thing. It's no longer me yelling or just me yelling in my football helmet. The, the, the wording actually has a font. It's not just like the given font of the basic template that you get off the website and I'm happy with it. And as I look into the zoom here, I look at my own face as we record. I think I did a poor job shaping up my beard. So we're going to have to go back and do that because I look like an idiot. Anyway, uh, this ideally would be part two of the my protocol my current protocol series of a three-part series part one being my diet what do i eat when do i eat how many calories or about how many calories does each meal con uh, contain what what is the focus of my diet yada 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 what supplements do i take what is the reasoning for all of those specific nuances of my diet right that was part one part two was going to be exercise um, slash my training. I know for a fact that's going to be a 45 minute podcast because I love talking about myself. I love talking about my training and the stuff that I do. And when it combines into what my personal training is, I know that's going to go long because I actually want to be detailed about it. And I fucking train for three hours a day. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, when you got 16 to 20 hours of training per week, there's a lot of themes in there and a lot going on. And every single one of those is intentional. And that's part of what makes it so goddamn exhausting is I'm not just going and running 15, 20 hours a week, like some, you know, long distance endurance athletes do pretty simple. Like, yeah, I do this. I do, <laughs> do three, four runs a week. Three, four, five runs a week. Two of them are speed runs. Like it's it's not that simple. There's a lot of detail and reasoning behind the stuff that I do, the days that I do it on, my recovery days, my active recovery, the breakdown between lifting and cardio and gymnastics. There's just so much. So I know it's gonna go too long. I didn't have that amount of time today. I've got 20 minutes before I have to get off this thing. And uh, 
tend to other duties, responsibilities. It is Wednesday, this the 20th. You will not hear another podcast until Wednesday. The let me check, should have had the calendar up. Yes, love making you guys wait. Wednesday the third. Because next Wednesday on the 27th, I will be coming home from San Diego. I leave for San Diego mañana, tomorrow. I'll be gone from the 21st to the 27th, basically getting back late night. I'll be home and actually able to do stuff like a week from tomorrow, Thursday, 21st to the 28th. Travel day on next Wednesday. Simply will not be able to record one of these podcasts. The goal was to do, again, part two of the protocol, and then part three, record it ahead of time and schedule it for next week so that we didn't skip a beat. We had part one, part two, part three, and we were all good to go. Now, did that happen? Obviously not, because you clicked on this episode and it didn't say my current protocol is part two. And you're not going to get that next week either. In fact, you're not going to get any episode next week, which is something I don't like to do. But if it's a thing where I know and I'm sort of planning on not doing an episode, um, relative or comparative to me just forgetting or being swamped and like pushing it off, I'm a little bit more okay with it because if I plan on it not being an episode, that means that something actually mattered, right? And this does matter. This is technically a baby moon even though I don't necessarily like that term. This will be the last vacation that my wife and I take as a group of two, a pair of two, a, a couple with no kids. Baby comes in December, fastly, quickly approaching. Obviously, football season happens September through December. Not a lot of time, especially with half of my career being based around Iowa football. Not a lot of time to just go take a vacation during the fall, especially because Lauren's the wife is a teacher. So she's got work and not a lot of time off during the fall. And then the baby's going to be here. So this is the really the last time in the next month or so that, uh, we have time to do this. We're going to San Diego. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to drop way too much money on nice dinners and food and experiences because that is where we like to spend our money. I would, that is my suggestion. Don't buy material things, buy experiences. And um, food is an experience for us. Like we like eating really nice restaurants in other cities and big cities, travel places. We're going to go to the zoo. We're going to drive up to L.A. for a Dodgers game. We're going to go to the Midway. It's going to be a fantastic time. I'm very much looking forward to it. And that's sort of an update on what I'm going to be doing over the next week. So I figured, since I'm not going to have time to do the part two, part three of my current protocol, I would jump on here, give a slight update, what the what next week will look like for me, how I kind of plan through that. And just, you know, that 
content is going to find its way into this episode. And yeah, I don't know. It's an excuse for an episode, basically. Like, hey, update on my life again. And shout out to a couple of the people who have recently found the Snap podcast because I've been throwing out small hints on the main, you know, the washed up walk-ons or on Twitter and a couple other social media spots. Still not really promoting this podcast. Love that it's getting a lot of love. And and several of you have reached out again, even in the last two weeks and said, hey, I found the podcast. And it almost feels like I'm hiding it for, from people. I don't mean to hide it from people. I just don't think it's good enough. Again, it's me literally blabbering to myself as a creative outlet, as a way to process sort of what's going on in my life. It very, very, very lightly touches the realm of, you know, maybe part of my fitness brand where if someone for some reason enjoys listening to me and is able to find nuggets uh, about health, fitness, nutrition, stuff that I talk about, um, then sure, maybe it leads them to us working as a client coach relationships at some point or them doing a challenge or just them getting in better shape and making health more part of their life. That's awesome. But in reality, like the number one thing is like, I just like to get on here for an hour a week, not an hour, 20 to 30 minutes a week and just talk out sort of what's in my brain. I like making podcasts. It's another thing like, oh yeah, I actually run two podcasts. I don't know. Traveling. I know we've talked about how to stay on, on track while on a vacation, when you go and you travel, uh, there's plenty of ways to go about that. I'm not so much going to give you the tips and the tricks. I think I already have an episode on that. I could probably redo that and, and make it better and more detailed. I'll tell you how I'm going to approach it. And I'll start off by saying that for me, I'm very lucky in a sense of because I train so much, because my metabolism is is just burning hot as lava at all times because of the amount that I, you know, because of my lifestyle and what I've built it to. Um, we actually talked about it last week in the in the part one of the protocol. You know, the start of how I think about my diet and food is how many total calories am I eating based on my goal, right? And right now, for me, now for two weeks. Um, that number sits right about 4,000 calories a day, which is, you know, almost twice as much as a lot of people are eating. Um, when you eat 4,000 calories a day, you, you know, the higher and higher your number goes, the more and more leniency and sort of cushioning you have when you, uh, overextend is what I like to call it in my, you know, when, when we talk about it with my clients, overextending could be you or your significant other or a family member or one of your kids or your mom or your dad, whatever has a birthday party, right? And you're all going out to eat and there's going to be dessert or something like that. Holidays are the quintessential overextension, right? You're basically living life as is, but you're also going to then travel and eat like two or three buffet style meals over the course of one or two weeks that you don't normally eat where portions are unlimited and 
your nostalgia kicks in and you're eating grandma's mashed potatoes or, you know, the whatever dish that you grew up eating and you just stuff yourself with it. That's overextension. You go on a vacation. Example, what I'm about to, to kind of talk through. When you have an overextension, could just be a weekend uh, away with friends, right? Uh, a short travel weekend where you're like, well, we're going to be gone for three days. We want to take advantage of it. Don't want to be that guy who doesn't enjoy the three-day weekend. How do we deal with these times of overextension? Well, when you have 4,000 calories to work with, myself, you have a little bit more leniency. There's just more room to kind of play with that. So how do I go about that on vacation? Um, well, I have to try. I intentionally have to stick food into my day to reach 4,000 now. So considering that when I go on vacation, breakfast will probably be um, not as much of a focus. Although there's a donut spot, there's this fucking donut spot in San Diego that someone uh, tweeted at me, and that is going to be hard to avoid. Um, you know, when breakfast isn't going to be as much of a focus on vacation, and we kind of focus in on like, okay, where's a cool spot to go for lunch? What's a nice place to go for dinner? Well, if you kind of slough off breakfast, now you've eliminated or kind of... Uh, shorted yourself on a time where usually I'm hitting 800 calories. So now I have even more of a cushion throughout my day. Um, so when I go to eat lunch and I go to eat dinner on vacation, they're going to be higher calorie meals than what my lunch and dinner normally are here at home in my routine. However, because I have such a cushion at the end of the day, I'm probably going to end up around that 4,000 calorie mark. Now, also on vacation, I don't care where I end up calorie-wise. I personally don't because I know I'm so disciplined. I know that a week is at max going to affect me by one to two pounds. I know that I'm also going to work out at a, at a very close intensity to what I would when I'm at home. During my vacation, I'm going to stay pretty dedicated to the exercise while, while I'm gone. All of these little factors – allow me to also not care so much about, oh, I had 4,300 calories. Oh, shit, I had 4,800 calories. There was a fucking cheesecake that was 1,200 calories. I ate the whole thing. It killed my day. Well, I, I don't care so much because I know I'm going to work out on my regular schedule. I know that 3,500 calories worth of food is what takes to put on an actual pound 3,500 calories over my 4,000 calories per day, right? So over the course of a week, I'd have to eat 4,500 every day of a seven day vacation to gain one pound. I'm okay with that. I happen to be in a muscle building, strength building phase, right? And you guys will hear about that in part two of the protocol, the uh, staple sort of main uh, theme of my current uh, lifting programming is a 20 rep squat cycle, which is brutal. It is a all out kick your ass squat uh, program that is built to 
pair with high calorie intake and adding um adding pounds and adding strength to your body so going over my calories will be fine and uh and the way I'll approach that is I'll still choose proteins first right I'm going to be working out in the morning um in San Diego I found a CrossFit gym that is about 8 to 10 minutes away from the place we are staying um, I will probably try and find uh, a balanced – we'll either go somewhere and buy food that I can make or just crack open and eat in the – you know, use the microwave in the place we're staying. Or I will pick something up like a breakfast burrito or something on the way to the gym. Um, something that is balanced has a, at least 20 to 30 grams of protein in it right? Eggs or some kind of meat, bacon, ham, whatever. Um, that will be the focus. And then some carbs and fats as well, because for me, I can eat 30 minutes before I really start to work out hard and, uh, and I, and I'm fine. And I need that for the, for the energy that I'm going to put out. Um, again, focusing on the protein, I still want to try and get 20, 200 grams of protein to match my body weight in pounds per gram even though I'm on vacation, that should still be easy. If you go out to nice places, you get burgers, you get steaks, you get chicken sandwiches, you get fish, all of that stuff has protein in it. Focus on that first. Not so much, you know, the carb side, right? I should still be able to easily get 200 grams of protein. On top of that, I'm going to plan ahead. I know that I'm still going to be working out. I know that I'm still going to need to recover from those workouts. I know that getting protein is difficult, so I'm going to bring five or six or a week's worth of, of protein in a bag, in a little Ziploc baggie, um, not one that's going to be in the backpack that I take through security, but one that's in my suitcase. I'm going to bring seven days worth of creatine. I'm going to bring seven days worth of, uh, well, maybe pre-workout, a little uh, like amino energy powder. And that's going to have to help me or that's going to help me stay in a rhythm. I'm still going to get my protein shakes. I'm still going to get my creatine in me. I'm still going to get my, you know, sip or a uh, drink that I sip on during my workouts. I'm creating an environment that is as close to as home as I can. I planned ahead. I found a gym. We're going to get there Thursday. Thursday is my active recovery day anyway, so it works. I'm going to you know, take a full off day basically. Friday and Saturday, I would normally train. Sunday, I would take off. Monday and Tuesday, I would work out. So what am I going to do? We come home Wednesday, which is usually a training day as well. Next week, I'm just going to next week flip Thursday and Wednesday. So Wednesday will be when we're traveling home will be my active recovery day or my rest day. Thursday will be a training day. While we're there, Friday, Saturday, open gym at a CrossFit gym, off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, working out in the morning, open gym at the same CrossFit gym. Spend 80 bucks to work out for a week. But when you have a goal or something that you're set on and you know the path, and that path includes I can't take a week off. I need to work out during these four days while I'm on vacation. You find a way. There isn't an alternative. You get it done. 
it's not, oh, but it's tough and it costs money and it, it's, I don't, on vacation, I don't want to wake up and do, no. If you fucking want to do something, you get it done. There is no uh, gray area. If there's gray area, then you don't give a fuck about it. It's very simple to me. It's not even a decision. It's non-negotiable. I found out we were going to San Diego, started looking for gyms because I know I'm going to have to get four workouts in, four days of working out in. I don't know. That seems easy to me, hard for other people. It's just discipline. So that's kind of how I approach staying. Now, am I still going to murder steak dinners and an Italian spot that we booked a reservation at and another spot that we booked a reservation at? Yeah, I'm going to crush restaurants. I'm going to eat greasy burgers from the places that were recommended to us. I'm going to eat donuts from the couple donut places that were recommended to us. I'm going to eat ice cream probably three or four times when the wife is like, yeah, we're on vacation. Let's get dessert. I'm going to eat it all. But because I have a high, because I've dedicated myself to my fitness, I'm in a spot where I've worked out and eaten correctly to raise my metabolism to a level that is able to burn off food and use it as fuel. I put myself in a situation where I go on vacation I can overextend a little bit for a week and it doesn't really affect me. That would that if I could get you all listening to a spot where you were there as well, I would. I've done the work up through this point and every day so that when I do go to on vacation, it doesn't feel like I'm just completely throwing everything away. I can almost basically stay in routine and just enjoy myself a little bit more at some restaurants we haven't been to. And it's all good. That's how I'll approach it. Super excited about it. San Diego is, I think it said it's going to be like 71 or 72 degrees every day we're there. Sunny and 72 every day. Less humidity than Iowa. Last two or three weeks, it's been 85 to 95 degrees and humid as shit. My workouts are going to feel unbelievable in San Diego. I'm going to crush. Can't wait. Wake up in the morning. Well, seven o'clock workout, work out till 830. Nine, come back to the, to the, uh, I think we're staying on like vacation island or something like that. Come back to the little villa that we're in. It's not that fancy. We're not that rich. But I think they call it a villa. Bring the, bring the wife back some food from somewhere. Start our day. It's going to be so sick. Like vacation doesn't have to be a time where, oh, yeah, on one part of it, you get to live a good life and relax and, you know, the stress goes away and you get to forget about everything. I don't like to forget about everything. I don't want to have a life. I've set up my life, tried to in a way where I don't need a vacation to get away from my life. We go on vacation to supplement and find a new bonus level of awesome, right? And then when we come back, it's not like, oh, real life. Oh, we're back to the real world. No, like life's still cool. We're just back in Iowa living it, not in San Diego anymore. I'm kind of ranting, but I, 
this is how I view vacation and staying on track during vacation and just, you know, those are my thoughts. It's non-negotiable. Always remember that. It's non-negotiable. If you actually want something, if something is actually high on your priority list, then it's past the line of non-negotiable. You're going to find a way to do it or get it done or do the work needed to work towards whatever it is or whatever. If you start to talk and argue and go back and forth and teeter-totter with yourself about, well, I could do this or I could, then it's not a priority. Because you don't question priorities, right? If you have a kid, you know what I'm talking about. When you have a kid, it's a non-negotiable. You got to feed the little fucker or it dies. You got to bathe it and put it to bed and, and dress it. Clean his dirty diapers. It, those are non-negotiables. Never does it cross your mind, oh, I think I'll just let him sit in the dirty diaper. Oh, I think I'll just like let him sit in the living room and we'll go to bed and we won't put him to bed or him or her to bed. I think we'll just leave them at home at two years old and we'll go out. To, you know, there's no, it's a non-negotiable. You have to look at your other stuff as important as your child or as important as your job. When you do that, things like vacation, if you, like, if you think I'm not going to enjoy vacation because I'm working out four times for 90 minutes in the morning and I'm still kind of focusing on protein and getting some creatine in, you are just mistaken off your rocker mistaken so that's what i got coming up the next week that's how i deal with vacations and think about staying on track and not getting too far uh falling off the train off the bandwagon and uh we will be back in two weeks with part two and then in three weeks with part three apologize for the week off but hey We've got a, uh, we should not miss a week the rest of the year. Other than maybe like right at the end when the baby's born. One week of vacation before we lock in for a big, big fall and early winter. Um, That's it. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I will talk to you in two weeks. Peace.